Hello, my name is Jason Peck, and this is a comedy Q&A interview with performer Russ Irwood, also known as Irwood LaFolle or Irwood the Conway Jester. Russ is the official jester of a small town in North Wales known as Conway. So if you like this interview and you like what Russ is about and you're in the North Wales area, please check out his website and maybe book a show. In the meantime, enjoy this interview. Oh, I've got, I can see you now. Ah, hello. <laughs> how are you? I'm well, how are you? Uh, ah, you hello. I can. <laughs> nice to see you. <laughs> yes, you too. You too. Good. Good, I'm glad we got this, uh, I'm glad we got this going. Yeah, finally. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if it's okay with you, um, I'll just dive right in. Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, and to be clear, um, for anyone who, <laughs> who decides to watch this, you're Russell, right? I am. And you, the name of your jester is, is it Irwid or how do you pronounce that? Yeah, so uh, for an English speaking audience, it'd be Irwid. Um, with a Welsh twang, it'd be Edward. Perfect. Either or. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I just wanted to ask you first off, um, what is your background as a performer and entertainer? Wow. Okay. So just I, roughly. Yeah. So I'm a juggler, magician, um, sideshow performer, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, escapologist as well. Oh, nice. Quite a bit. Yeah, um, started off in circus school as a kid and then just kind of, uh, yeah, just kind of went from there really and didn't like the idea of a proper job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear that. <laughs> yeah. And so circus, uh, you've got a background in circus and you did yeah. some, you've done some escapology. So how did you go from that uh, and discover being, you know, doing just, is it gesturing, I guess? Yeah, so... Um, I, as, as, you know, many performers do, um, yeah. we, uh, we travel around quite a lot yeah. and, uh, I, I was lucky enough to get booked by quite a few, uh, uh, festivals and things in North Wales, uh, fell in love with the place and, uh, and decided to move there, uh, about four or five years ago now. Okay. And, uh, the town I live in is a, a, a really small medieval town called Conwy, uh, on the North Wales coast. Mm -hmm. and uh complete with castle and walls and all that kind of stuff right. and um yeah and they knew what it was i did uh for a living um mm -hmm. they knew that I, I juggled things and and people just referred to me as the jester as i was walking around you know as a, as a bit of a joke initially right and uh, yeah and then um i thought well did can we ever have any jesters nice. and we discovered that we did yeah. Um, and the Chamber of Trade decided that maybe it could be quite fun to bring that back. Um, and they and they they chose me, me for the honor of, of doing it. So, Got it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how that kind of came about. And yeah. Right. Right. Nice. Um, I just want to before I get into that a little yeah, bit yeah. more, I just wanted to get a clarification at least from from your perspective what do you think the difference between a, a jester and a clown is um well initially mm -hmm. i i didn't think there was there was there was much difference okay uh, necessarily um but as i've as i've got into it more uh quite quite vast really um clowns generally 
are very much about the comedy. Um, right. And that is really, I think, I think what they do and they do well. Yeah. Um, whereas Jester's, obviously, we do comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's, there's, you know, more storytelling involved. Right. And I think we can be cheekier than a clown okay. <laughs> a little bit, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And traditionally, uh, a Jester would have also been an advisor as well to, to ah. people and, 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 and things like that. Um, and would have worked very closely with um, their owner, which would normally be a king or some kind of royal. Yeah. Um, my owner is the town of Conway, so I work very closely with with the town as a whole. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you know, I I do things like uh, organize events in the town and, mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah, yeah, nice. So, um, so slightly more involved, I suppose. Really, okay. Yeah. Got it. Um, I just wanted to quickly cycle back and actually wanted to pay you a compliment because I thought that was really good when we were just talking about, you know, how people were saying to you, you know, hey, here comes a gesture. And you were like, hang on a minute, you know, is yeah. that and I thought I did, and it just struck me as you were saying that I thought, well, that was really good business sense of you to be able to think, well, hang on, if they're calling me a gesture in sort of like a, a joking way, you know, what is the history of that? And is there one in this area? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no problem. I just suddenly, you know, you were saying that. I thought, wow, you know, I'm not even sure if I would have thought that. I would have had that if I was in your shoes, you know. Yeah, um, no, it's it's one of those things that just seemed really obvious. And I suppose right. the best ideas generally are, aren't they? Yeah, sort of, yeah. You know, you sort of like, you know, oh, that seems obvious. And then discovered that nobody had really ran with that idea, certainly not you know, in, in modern times. Yes. Uh, yeah. And, and I was lucky enough that the town decided that they wanted to get behind it and, you know, yeah, do all really that kind of as well, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Great. And, and so, um, we were just talking at the top, um, the, your Jess's name is Erwid or Erwid. Erwid. Um, yeah. As, yeah. as I attempt, as, <laughs> as I, as I attempt to destroy the Welsh action accent. <laughs> <Don't worry. laughs> um, now I was, Googling, uh, doing a bit of background research, um, right. and I found that uh, King Edward I had a personal jester called Tom Lefol, and That's your right, yeah. jester has the same last name. So, yes. w- was that that was a deliberate, um, yeah, creation? Oh yeah, 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 very much so. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so what? Yeah, so Tom, yeah, go ahead. No, yeah, so Tom was was. The original jester of Conway, in a way, mm-hmm. um, he was Edward the First's personal jester, um, and uh, yeah, uh, was in Conway for six months, oh. um, living at the castle with with Edward for six months, right? Uh, whilst the castle was under siege uh, by the Welsh, <laughs> okay, because um, the Welsh didn't really want Edward there at all, being the English invader that, Got he, it. Mm-hmm. that he was. Right. So uh, yeah, yeah. So so the castle's under siege. The king can't leave. Nobody can get in. Um, so the jester's role then would have would have essentially been to have kept you know morale up and all right. that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it would, it, I guess it, he, his role would also have been some sort of distraction. Maybe do you think from everything that's going on? Uh, yeah, potentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Potentially. I mean, he would have. Um, 
Jester's were also trained in in you know sort of military arts as well. So he oh. would have yeah. So he would have also been a soldier as well. Oh, as, wow. as as uh, any you know sort of uh, uh, man back then would have really. Nice. Um, they they would have all been capable of you know taking up arms and and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, Tom would have Tom would have been very much with Edward. Um, would have been uh, very much his um, his bodyguard in a way, you oh, know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. That, yeah, very much so. I mean, just as a side note, I'm just thinking that that would could potentially put. Um, the role of the fool in King Lear in a different perspective. Yeah. I mean, not that I don't yeah. really know the play that well, but you know, I, I've never seen. You know, of, I'm not connect. You know, I haven't ever connected the. You know, the role of every man at the time being trained as a, a potential soldier, yeah. and then the 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 fool potentially being a bodyguard to the king. That's really yeah, interesting. yeah, yeah. No, this was all new to me as well. Right. You know, uh, I I knew nothing about about jesters and jestering, uh, you know, until I, uh, yeah, until I sort of became one, really. Right. Um, Yeah, yeah. And so this was just um, because what what I'm trying to do with the the podcast is obviously talk about, you know, the, the either the time period or in your case, your your experiences as a performer, but also just to sort of flesh it out a little bit. So, you know, anyone who's watching this or listening uh, can get a, a sort of sense of where we are in time. So, yeah. thi- so we're talk- at the moment, we're talk- we were talking about Tom, your historical time twin, if you like. Yeah. Um, and Edward I. Now that's, I was looking up and that's the Middle Ages, which, and he was, King Edward was 1272 to 1307. Do you yeah. know? Do you know much about what was going on in England and um, Wales in the Middle Ages at that time? Well, more so uh, during the twelve eighties. That's okay. when that's when Conway was built. Uh, ah. Was during the during the twelve eighties, and um, Tom and Edward would have been at Conway Castle during the mid twelve nineties. Um, they were there during the winter of twelve ninety four and twelve ninety five. Right. Um, yeah, the sort of six months through the through the winter. Then, um, yeah, yeah. So that that's that's roughly what's going on. Um, Conway itself was very much an English town. Okay. Uh, within within Wales, uh, very much an English town. Um, the Welsh weren't allowed in to the walled oh, town. Okay. Um, yeah, only on specific days and times and things like that. Um, because as far as Edward was concerned, you know. The English were, you know, superior in right, a way, right? And uh, and the Welsh were just these, you know, almost almost country bumpkin like, you know, peoples that that lived in the hills and and things like that. And yeah, yeah and as as he did, he he he, he literally invaded Wales right. um, with a with a series <clears throat> of castles right the way along the coast. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, sort of starting, um, starting Flintshire right the way through, okay. and ending in Bamaris on Anglesey. Wow! So yeah, yeah. So he was invading and then build, essentially building castles, and yeah, <laughs> right, an invasion of castles. Yeah, oh, almost. very much so. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. No, uh, I mean Conway itself was originally um, uh, home to monks. Oh, okay. 
And and there was a castle in the Gamwe, which is the town literally opposite Conway, across the river. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and he he evicted the monks, uh, and then dismantled the castle in the Gamwe and had the stone brought over over the river okay. to Conway, and then and then built built the castle and walls uh, there. Yeah, but a thousand men uh, built built Conway in in about four years wow yeah yeah <laughs> wow okay yeah okay so um and, and do you know if my uh, you know my 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 uh knowledge of some of this this time period is a little bit scant so i know that you know there there's just in terms of just very broad generalization in in history now i know that the the celts were in scotland wales and Ireland, do you yeah. know, were they still uh, the Welsh uh, Wales at this time? Were they still Celts, or had they, you know, might I don't know, evolved, migrated, become, you know, Welsh? No, at this still, point? no, still very much, still very much Celts in the same way as as the Scottish and the Irish, right? Um, yeah, 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 uh, very much still, still, okay. and 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 still are really, right, um, right, yeah. yeah. But I, I, I was only just thinking because, you know, generally we, we don't refer to them as Celts now. We refer to them as, you know, no. Scots and Welsh. And, and yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, for the polite English, the impolite English, refer to them as whatever the hell they want. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah. Just, and I, I just wanted to uh, move on now and just talk about your where you perform as Erwid. Yep. Where okay, do you generally so... perform? So within within Conway itself, I mm-hmm. do get to play inside the castle. Oh, nice! Uh, yeah, yeah, I get I get to uh, to do my show actually actually inside Conway Castle. I do that mm-hmm. during the summer, yeah. uh, m- mostly during the summer, the sort of school summer holidays. Okay. Um, yeah, so so I, I'm 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 there. Uh, I have a residency at a theme park. Oh wow! Uh, okay, in North Wales, which is very nice. Yeah, I get to uh, I get to do that at various points throughout the year. And then um, medieval banquets are huge, really, uh, at the moment. Yeah, yeah, really, really popular. You know, sort of weddings and corporate events and things like that. Um, and not just in Wales. I I get to travel all over the UK. Um, yeah, do a lot of work at a place called Hatfield House, which is um, a, a Tudor uh, 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 place. Um, was home to Elizabeth the first before she became Queen of England. Or, oh, wow. or, or and, and the UK, yeah, yeah. Um, so I get to uh, get to play there as well, which is which is great because you know I get to actually work the banqueting hall yeah. that that Will Summers, who was Henry VIII's jester, okay. he, he would have he would have played uh, played Hatfield House right um, at one point. So wow. you know, very much following the footsteps. Of, yeah. Uh, of of the of the original and the most famous the right famous, famous jester, At, which is amazing yeah yeah absolutely i mean it must for you as a performer it might mu- you must feel something like you know because you're in this place which is for us is like a just historical relic but also you, yeah. you know you're thinking wow these guys were actually here they're like yeah, leaping yeah. out of the history books right Very and you're so. and you're walking amongst the almost like their footsteps you know yeah but yeah no, yeah wow so. it's um it's an amazing privilege really you know it's, yeah uh, yeah I yeah bet. phenomenal absolutely yeah. phenomenal um 
Yeah, and and doing similar things to to what they yeah were doing as well. I mean, we know that that Tom Lafol, uh, Edwards Jester, we yes. know that he that he worked weddings. We know that he did that. <laughs> um, he was on the payroll of 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 yeah, having worked worked yeah. people's weddings and things and yeah. and that kind of thing. And and that is what what I do. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's funny. It's, because, it's amazing. Yeah, because you know, talking about it, I for whatever reason I don't you know you sort of I when I read things sometimes it it there's a disconnect you know I read that as that's what they did then but you know yeah. they wouldn't have done what we're doing you know we're doing you know weddings or corporate gigs or whatever it is but yep. they were doing that as well exactly the same yeah it was it was wow. it was it was a revelation to me as yeah well, but yeah wow. yeah no it's phenomenal really yeah <laughs> yeah that's great that's you know yeah yeah that's really you know just I'm just in the middle of my paradigm shift. Sorry. Yeah. No. No. It's great. <laughs> um, and yeah, just briefly, you mentioned medieval medieval banquets. I I emigr- yeah. I emigrated to the US roughly. Uh, I say roughly. I know when. Uh, Two thousand nine, and I don't okay. really I don't really recall medieval banquets being a thing there, or or did I just completely miss that? Has it been a um, thing for a, quite a while now? I think it's kind of bubbled under the surface for for a little while, right? Um, and and it, it it just seems to be one of those things that has that has taken off. Um, yeah, you know, certainly for me, anyway. I mean, maybe it's because I'm I'm part of that scene yeah. now. I, I don't yeah. know, um, but the whole reenactment scene is seems to have just blossomed <clears throat> right. um, here as well, which is which is great. Yeah, um, I mean, I was saying about. Um, you know, sort of organising uh, uh, events and festivals and things, and we yes. we we had one in Conway a couple of years ago that we called the tournament, and uh, and we had four hundred reenactors turn up um, to to Conway, which to give it sort of a sense of of scale, you can literally walk around the entire town, the walled part anyway of Conway in about 30 minutes Whoa, okay yeah so it's a small yeah. town you know um so 400 people all dressed in you know medieval gear and walking around as knights and with swords yeah. and all sorts of stuff um yeah yeah so yeah that it was just just something else really nice because yeah. they yeah. have um here in the states they have what they call renaissance or renaissance fairs that they yeah. do um, and it was a, it was, um, it was a, a, an odd thing for me because I was like, you know, for me, that's history yeah. you know? <laughs> and everyone was like, you know, well, we're living it. And it's like, yeah, no, this is like, you know, confined to the history books for me. It's almost like, you know, <laughs> like a documentary, you know? Um, yeah, and then I'd, they, I'd love to see one. I'd love to go come over and see one. That'd be, you know, cause I, I've, I've never experienced anything like that. Right. And what, um, what they, yeah. what's interesting though, is what they've done now is, you know, part of me wonders whether they should still call them uh, Renaissance fairs. Um, is they've expanded beyond that sort of time period and begun to include, you know, f- there's lots of fairies and fairy tales. There's a lot of mythology oh, going okay. on, and they've also brought in um, a lot of steampunk. Oh wow! Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So, so when you wow. go there's a whole mixture of things and it's sort of like almost overwhelming to the senses and it was disorienting for me because I'm going, okay, I'm going to this Renaissance fair, you know, yeah. or Renaissance fair, you know, I got it, you know, I know what this is. Yeah, and all yeah. of a sudden 
you've got these people like the the Renaissance period and the Tudor period, and then all this other things going on as well. You know, all mm. these you know the people dressed as the fairies, and there's a whole you know you know team of them, and then you've got the the people doing the the steampunk stuff. That's amazing. Yeah, all all at the same time. All at the same time. It's just there. yeah, because because I do I work those different areas. Mm-hmm. but not at the same time so right. i'll work a medieval themed event i'll work a fairy themed festival um i work steampunk events but oh wow but okay. not yeah yeah but not everything yeah combined yeah yeah it's like a <laughs> it's, it's almost like a a cultural melting pot you know here it Brilliant. is and i yeah, i've only been to one there's one um in uh north illinois here where i am um it's on the border it's near the border of illinois and wisconsin it's called the bristol renaissance fair oh right and there's a town called bristol that's why it's named after that um (laughs) but which is funny enough where i'm currently sat right now (laughs) bristol yeah (laughs) i'm not actually in conway at all at the moment i'm I'm working away from bristol what a con (laughs) (laughs) i feel so duped um but I, but I don't know. I've I've only ever been to that one, but I don't know if there are obviously a whole bunch of other Renaissance fairs across you know different states, right. and I don't know if they're the same in terms of like just being a cultural melting pot. I'm guessing that they are, um, but yeah, that's my that's my experience of Amazing. only having been to one. Yeah, and they also have medieval times here. Um, oh right, okay. Yeah, um, so a similar sort of thing, you know, you go along, but it's it's just medieval, and then you sit and you can watch jousting and all this sort of stuff. Ah, uh, brilliant! Yeah. yeah, amazing. Did you ever see the movie, the Jim Carrey movie, The Cable Guy? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so the the scene where the it's I I think it's the same place that they filmed at, but it's oh, certainly right. yeah, it's certainly the same idea. Ah, oh, brilliant! Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I would love to. I'd love to experience and you get the, one. the the turkey legs and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah. And the, you know, it's, yeah, it's something else. That's great. Yeah, um, and I just to get it, just getting us back on track from my digression. Yeah, sorry. Um, no, that's right. Um, you, we, we were talking about uh, where you perform. Yes. I wanted to just briefly talk about the sort of shows that you perform because I, okay. I sort of saw on your website that you you sometimes do like two shows in a in a in a schedule or a booking, right? Yeah, yeah. So, what sort of things do you perform when you do that? Um, so, mostly I do stand up shows. Okay. Um, so, uh, rather than doing you know your sort of from a, a magician's point of view, doing the sort of close up. Right. Uh, walking around tables type of thing okay. that's not really what i do um it's mostly yeah mostly stand-up stuff so i will juggle i will do larger larger magic tricks um i balance several brushes on my on my chin at the same time nice um yeah 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 Th- things like that so it's all bigger bigger outdoory type uh type stuff mm-hmm. is what i do um yeah street shows um okay you know uh, and 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 classic classic magic, you know. So like the cups and balls, yep. Uh, things things like that. Yeah. So that's 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 the kind of stuff that the I do. Magic rings as well. Yeah, linking rings. Okay. Linking rings. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, that 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 kind of stuff. Um, when I'm yeah, and then if I'm doing something that's not medieval, okay. um, then then I'll incorporate things like a straight jacket and 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 that kind of thing. But, Got it. but I tend not to do that. 
when I'm uh, when I'm when I'm the jester. Okay. Um, you know, in sort of medieval jester uh, attire. Yeah. Right. So, do you then? You know, do you? So, would someone just book you? I saw you. You've, you've done a whole bunch of like major clients. I saw on your website. I hope you don't mind. I was having a no, sne- no, not I was all. having a sneaky peek. I was going, wow, you know, I've got um, just listing off here. You've got BBC, Sky, yeah. Tesco, MTV, KFC, whole bunch of you know really uh, great clients. So, do you? I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, they 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 decide what they want, but typically. Would you? Would they book you for a day, or would they just book you for like a, a an hour? How does that? Yeah, that it sort work? of depends on on what it is they want. So, okay. um, if I'm working uh, a corporate, you know, sort of meal, then yeah. they will they will book me for for however long that that meal is, and then I'll 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 do a set. Well, it kind of depends. It's 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 sort of complicated, but. Um, they might want me to come out and do, you know, smaller sets throughout the evening. So okay. I might do, you know, sort of five minutes here, five minutes there, right. and break up the evening that way. I might be part of a larger cabaret show. Okay. Um, I might do my own, you know, sort of one-hour show right the way through. Right. Um, uh, or they might, if it's a team-building thing, then yep. they'll book me to run some kind of workshop so i will teach them how to juggle and play with diablos and and do all that kind of stuff nice um yeah so it it really is a complete a complete variety of 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 different things depending on on what on what the client needs uh, and obviously things like the bbc then that was that was actual you know sort of telly yeah telly type stuff um and i've also i've also worked as a as a magic consultant on on different tv shows oh nice um yeah yeah so uh one that american viewers might might know is something on discovery channel uh called breaking magic okay uh, or it might have been called the magic of science i think possibly in the u.s okay. um yeah and that was with uh a chap called wayne houchin and billy kidd and uh, Nate Staniforth, they were they were the magicians on it, and then I I was brought in to 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 create stuff. Okay, for the show, which was which was really fun. Yeah, nice. Yeah, really fun. Yeah, yeah. So it's varied. It's nice, but yeah, it's it's why I like what I do. It's, yeah, it's such yeah, a, I bet. a wide variety of things. Yeah, it's great. And do you um in your role as Erwid, do you have yeah. to make a set number of appearances at certain functions throughout the year? Yeah, so uh, the town of Conway itself yeah. had two uh, royal charter fairs, and they okay. date back to Edward um, in and and his royal charter, and that's the seed fair, uh, which is which is literally seeds, you know, uh, yeah. for growing plants and things, and that's in March, and then we have the honey fair uh, in uh, in September. Uh, I mean, they're more than just selling of seeds and honey now, but yeah. But traditionally, that's that's what they would have been. Is is the um, yeah, you know, seeds to to start growing your crops, and then the honey fair would be where you would where you would sell them, you know, after right. after harvest and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I I appear at those two things, and then there are other other events that happen at various points throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Not every year, but you know, like this year, uh, Conway was home to the international uh, shore angling. Uh, competition okay um, so we had uh 20 different countries were were represented 
um, 300 something competitors. And we, um, yeah. And, and, and I, I was part of the opening ceremony and things like that. Nice. So, so they, they kind of dust me off for those sorts of things. Yeah. Well, yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. I just wanted to ask also, um, just briefly cycling back, we were talking about, you know, the, the sort of types of shows that you do. Um, yeah. my, my comparison there, I mean, I guess a lot of performers and stand-ups have this. Um, I know that, uh, Commedia dell'arte. Do you know much about the Commedia dell'arte? A little um, bit, but not, not, it's, it's not an area I've studied. Right. You know. My, my, I only have a, a small amount of knowledge about it. My understanding is that they would have, you know, whoever the, the, the actors were playing the certain types of the Arlecchino character or, or the Zanis, they would have a, a stock material that they often performed right. memorized. And then they would, they would have an, a, a, an outline of the show and they would basically go on and go, okay, well, I'm going to go on and do, you know, X, X, Y, and Z. And then, but they had enough material stored in their head that if something happened, if someone mm-hmm. dropped a line, they could go in a different direction. Yep. Um, is that what you have? You have like a, a, a stock amount of material in your head. So you can, if something happens or if you go, oh, okay, this will probably work better if, because depending on how the audience is responding, you know, yeah. you can sort of switch gears. You know, that's, that's exactly how, how my show works. Yeah. Right. Um, I literally walk out with a case full of stuff. Yeah. And then, and then whatever comes out of the case and, and is performed is very much dependent on uh, on on how the audience is right is reacting and responding to me and you know if they're if they're particularly responsive <clears throat> then obviously I'll do more audience uh, uh, you know stuff and right. if they're more just wanting to sit and watch something then I'll do more things like the rings that that right. that don't need that sort of audience participation type Got it. type of stuff really mm-hmm. yeah yeah um, but no that's <laughs> that's exactly how it works. Yeah, yeah, just sort right. of go out. And also stop, uh, you know, sort of like jokes and things as well. Yeah. Um, that, that I won't always say, but, you know, you, you you do enough shows and you get similar situations appear all the time and and then you would use use that line, you know, when it's, yeah. uh, when it's, when it's you know, needed. Right. Um, yeah, v- very much how a street show works, really. Right. Um, you know, most, most street performers, I think, work in a very similar way um and 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 you know i I did a lot of a lot of street performing in in my sort of early days as a as Mm -hmm. a performer so yeah yeah that's kind of how i learned all of that right it's good did you just briefly on that did you as a street performer did you ever all i know is covent garden did you ever perform in covent garden or uh yeah, only only the once, so okay. that I can say that I've done it. But, <laughs> but it was never it was never my. It's my on the CV. Regular, regular pitch. No, no, right. well, I think that's I think that's a phone going off. Um, do, you need to, do you need to get that? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> it'll, it'll cut out in a minute. Um, oh, it's gone. Good. Uh, yeah, no, no. So uh, yeah, so I did I did Covent Garden once, but my regular pitch when I was living in London, yeah, um, was actually uh, near the London Eye on the okay. on the yeah. South Bank. Right. That's that's where I used to go mostly. Um, yeah, yeah. Not so much these days, but right. <laughs> and where, when we were trying to schedule this uh, uh, interview, you were yep. talk, you were talking about how you know how busy you were. I mean, you were you were, you were mentioned you were doing Halloween, right? 
Am I correct yeah. in that? Yeah, yeah. So you do, you essentially do, it, correct me if I'm wrong, basically the major holiday times. Is that right? So you do the Halloween, you do something yeah, for that's, Christmas. That's when I'm busiest. Uh, right. I mean, Halloween over here hasn't been a big deal uh, really until the last four or five years. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, sort of 10 years ago, right? October was traditionally quite a quiet month yeah for 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 us over here and then we would get a small hit around uh around november the 5th for bonfire night yeah all that kind of stuff um yeah and where we'd do a little bit of fire juggling or something you know (laughs) but uh yeah (laughs) that would generally be the gig but no uh, this year um yeah i had two weeks two weeks at a theme park oh wow Uh, a big a big two-week run doing 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 halloween shows um yeah yeah not Ooh. not not in my jester outfit um, right i was i was uh i was a a, a vampire ringmaster this year oh, okay so, yeah 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 but we did a big did a big circusy type show um you know with people slacklining and right. fire twirling and jugglers and things like that and yeah, yeah. and I, I i ringmastered it which was which was great great it, fun it's funny because they it, it, it seems like the brits have gone well hang on a minute the americans are making a, a lot of money out of this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we should be too <laughs> it's the same with um it's funny because you you now have black friday yes which, which I, is... I i i i don't even really know why it's called that i don't know i i have i have no clue i was talking to my mother about it the other day and i said well it's it's sort of traditional over here because everyone is, you know, off for Thanksgiving, which is like the, the third Thursday, I think. I'm probably going to yeah. misremember this now. Third Thursday in November. It's and just then the next, yeah. Right. Yeah. It was yeah. La- last week. And then, um, yeah. and then the stores are open. The shops are open again on the, the Friday. They have right. sales on and everybody plows in and go, oh, I've got to get away from the family. Go and plow, <laughs> into, <laughs> gotta yeah. plow into the shops. Right. And... You know, for me, when I was growing up in England, that was Boxing Day. You had the Boxing Day, you know, Christmas, everybody's off, everything's shut. Yes. And then you've got to get away from the family and the next day, sales, Boxing Day New sales. Year's, New Year's sales right. and stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And New Year's sales, yeah, that's right. But they've yeah. obviously, you know, someone, some smart-ass smart, smart has gone, well, hang on, we could be making bank here. So they've taken, yeah. on the, taken on the Black Friday without the Thanksgiving, which is right. And yeah. and obviously now they're making you know uh, the whole um, Halloween more the whole of a thing. Cyber Monday thing was became a thing, didn't it? I think yeah. first with all the the internet sales and then right. I think it's kind of just sort of rolled on from that really. Yeah. All, but no, I, I was getting emails from you know Amazon and places like that. You know, yeah. trying to trying to promote Black Friday stuff at least a week before it was yeah. it was just like what's going on yeah I yeah and now obviously yeah, they've understand. done the same thing with Halloween so that's a oh yeah 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 very much business. so um, yeah it is and it, I mean it's, it's good for me it, it fills that gap between right the summer season and the Christmas season right. um, yeah which is which is great you know I'm, yeah. I can't complain about that at all right yeah absolutely because no, I, I, I I've got actor friends back home for a for a for a time you know, they would be signing on, claiming benefits or, you know, struggling to work throughout the yeah. year, do pantomime and then make yeah. pretty much enough money to tie them over, you know, for almost like an entire year. Yeah. You know, and, yeah, then, yeah. and then do that. But it's good that things are, I mean, you know, 
from a cultural perspective, you kind of go, why are we doing the same thing? But from a business perspective, from a performance perspective, it's good. I think that there are more opportunities, you know, to be able to perform. And not just as a, as a performer, but you know, um, attractions and things as well. Right. Um, Yeah. They, you, you normally close your doors first week of September and then you wouldn't open again until, until Easter. Right. So, so yeah. So if you're an attraction, that's a long time to be without people coming through the door. Yes. And, uh, yes. yeah. So to, um, yeah, to have that, to have that something take over, uh, is, yeah. is, is great, is great for them. Yeah. Which are, it means it's good for me as well. Right. Uh, and, right. and other performers as well. Cause yeah. we've, we've got somewhere to, to do to do shows you know yeah absolutely yeah it's good um i i've got a couple of questions uh which i didn't i wasn't able to send you in advance (laughs) so thinking on your feet a little bit um if (laughs) if anyone listening to this wants to think about you know go hey gesturing sounds cool you know what what advice knowing what you know now what advice would you give to someone to try and you know start out you know if they want to become a jester or or, or more broadly sort of for the 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 performing that you do um i would say i would say that you 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 sort of need a skill um you know okay. and whether skill. that skill is tory tell it, uh, storytelling or juggling or right. you know magic or something um if you've got more than one of those things then even better um yeah and 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 that's where i would say to start off uh mm-hmm. i started as a street performer i did circus school i then i then was a street performer um yeah and and the street is a great place to learn right. to be a modern jester um you know you you yeah you you really need to learn to think on your feet and and things like that yeah um, yeah that's that's what i would say would be the you know but also stand up, stand up comedy as okay. well. Maybe it's not an area that I've gone down. You know, I've I've, I've not looked into that much myself. But but a lot of stand up comedians are modern jesters in a way. You know, they right. they are telling stories about about our our times now. You know, and mm-hmm. taking the rise out of politicians and and yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. So if that's if that's your cup of tea, then 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 do that. You know, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And it was it was just just briefly. I um, uh, I don't know if you've seen this book. Uh, Fools are everywhere. Um, yeah. And what uh, I haven't dived into it yet, but what's interesting to me is that uh, Beatrice Otto, the author, is talking about how jesters have essentially been around since the dawn of civilization. Yeah. Um, and what's fascinating to me is that, you know, you've got this, you know, civilization sort of grows up, uh, but there's always, it seems like there's always going to be someone to mock it and, 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 you know, go, hang on a minute, <laughs> what's this guy doing, you know, and sort of take the piss out of it a bit. Yeah. Oh, no, very much so. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, very much. That, that's a great book, by the way. If anybody's wanting to learn more about the history of jester tom's mentioned in there as well just he briefly is? okay um and uh, and in fact my my jester outfit is is based loosely on on the image on the uh, on the front cover as well with mm-hmm. the donkey ears and everything right um yeah yeah 
Uh, but no, that yeah, I mean that's what that's what jesters did. I mean they were given the freedom to yeah to just do and say what others were too afraid to yeah. do and say, and right. and there would be no comeback on the jester because that that is that was their role. Yeah, um, was to kind of highlight, in some respects, highlight the the stupidity of of, of our leaders. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. yeah. Take what they do and make make that not not make them look foolish, mm-hmm. but but you know, sort of highlight the foolishness of them. Yeah, um, I mean, at the moment on both sides of the pond, we've we've got a lot of material. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we, we Whether you want it or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. Um, yeah, and also even more interesting. Like, not that I really want to delve too much into politics. No, no. That I, I find it interesting that the the White House Correspondents Dinner that's going to be coming up, I think soon, early next year, at some point. They're not having a comedian this year. Oh, they're not. Right, it's the first time in a oh, long right. time. Okay. They, I think, they're right. getting an author or some sort of scholar or something, which is which I find wow. interesting. Yeah, so, so they're playing it safe. Yeah. <laughs> no, no comedian, just someone yeah. playing it safe, well, playing why. it straight. Yeah, yeah, that's why they they don't want. Yeah, they 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 don't want certain things being highlighted. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting because <laughs> <laughs> it it reminds me that, that I did briefly see something in the Fools Are Everywhere book. There was a company that had a, a corporate jester, right? And and then when then I think a new owner took over and they went, we're not going to have a corporate jester anymore. And you kind of think. Wow. Okay, it's a similar sort of thing. You don't want someone going. Yeah. Look at this guy. You know, we don't want yeah. that anymore. Yeah. No criticism. No. Yeah. That, that's 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 what it is. That's yeah. what it is. Interesting. Yeah. It's good. And I do I do have a final question. Um, okay. And it, and I'm sorry for if this is throwing you for six. Um, no, no. Thinking about what you know as your time working as a jester, mm. and looking at modern comedy where it is right now movies stand up whatever else you want to look at is there anything that you see or have experienced as an audience member we think oh, i wish they would just learn x if they if, if there's is there something from your experience as a jester or your knowledge of jesters where you think if they had just known that it might take it into a different interesting area are there any lessons you think that modern comedy could or should learn or do you think it's all been um, learned i don't think there's anything that modern comedy can learn i okay. think i think i think i think modern comedy does tap into that you know sort of of what a jester is they right. you know they 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 do certainly certainly uk based comedy i'm not i'm not mm-hmm up on on american comedy i don't i don't quite know how far they go um with with things but um certainly over here you know your your modern comedians uh, are brave and they will yeah stay um what what the public and a lot of instances are are thinking anyway right uh, um and they and they bring it bring it to the fore what i think would be nice is if is if people listened to them 
and not just not just took it as a joke you know right. obviously find it funny mm-hmm. but then but then you know take a step back and and really listen to the message that that comedians are are, are trying to give and yeah and, and and focus on on the the bits that that they're highlighting um yeah i mean obviously we've got we've got brexit you you guys over there have got trump and and mm-hmm. things like that and yeah. just to i mean just the fact that that they haven't got a comedian at the white house dinner is i mean to me that that speaks volumes of right of what's going on currently over 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 on your side of the pond really and yeah yeah it just needs to be yeah just sort of listen to that and focus mm-hmm. in on that and and then as a because obviously a comedian can't change the world on their own right but but you know once you've once you get a a, a group of people that go hang on a minute maybe yeah. maybe this guy's got a point and then yeah. and then they can you know people with with the power to make those watch whatever changes need to be made then then maybe they can do it but yeah 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 because yeah, that's, that's kind of how i see it you just reminded me that there was a time i don't know if it's still the same now case now but there was a time when a lot of young people over here were learning news and information about what was going on from the daily show with john stewart oh right okay. yeah so they were watching the the satir- his satirical take on everything, and that's how they were learning the news. They weren't watching the regular news stations, and they were listening to him. Right. Um, yes. Which yeah, I yeah, which have, I find fascinating. Similar, yeah, we have similar things. Um, obviously, we've got things like Mock the Week. Yep. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and there's a, a new show which I forget what it's called, but it's presented by a chap called Nish Kumar. Is that um, the the Mash Report? Is the that Mash the Report? Yeah, that's it. And and that and that's very you know very much in that vein. They 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 take the news and then they they literally take take the mick out of it and yeah. and, and really kind of you know. Um, but then, as I say, you know, you sort of listen to the the underlying seriousness of what they're talking about. Yeah. And then you go ah, <laughs> you know, right. and it becomes that that revelation of oh, okay maybe we should actually be doing something about this it's kind yeah. of you know yeah right, right. yeah that's, that's 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 how i yeah yeah cool. that's my interpretation of well, it anyway yeah th- <laughs> thank you <laughs> um and so for anybody well with any luck people are going to be listening to this in your neck of the woods well, um <laughs> anybody who's <laughs> who's interested in hiring you um yep. Where can we go to do that? Uh, online, uh, conwyjester.com. Okay. Uh, that's C-O-N-W-Y. Yep. Jester, J-E-S-T-E-R.com. Um, yeah, we don't, we don't like too many vowels in Wales. So, <laughs> yeah, Conwy Jester. Okay. Uh, yeah, or you can find me on, on social media. Um, again, at, at Conway Jester on, uh, you know, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, that kind of stuff. Perfect. Um, yeah, and I mean... Just say hello. It'd be nice. All right. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Fun. I mean, uh, well, that that's all I have, Russ. Um, is there anything else you wanted to uh, add? Um, uh, any additional anything you wanted to plug? No, I think I think I've kind of plugged everything. Um, okay. I mean, as I say, you can you can find me in Conway. You can find yep. me um, at Greenwood Family Park uh, in Park. in North Wales. 
Uh, you can find me in Comby Castle and um yeah and and uh, events all over the place uh if you're into fairies the fairy festival in uh, in wales uh, okay. which is in august that's that's a big one and i i love doing that yeah so come and see me there that'd be good nice brilliant you're welcome nice one jason thanks very much cheers all right mate. cheers mate <laughs> thanks, thanks. Take care. bye you too bye this is the end of this interview if you'd like to hear more interviews please check out our website comedyqna.com that's the word comedy, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A, dot com. Thanks very much for listening. Perfect. Well, <laughs> I'm glad we were able to do this, Russ. Um, yeah, same. And uh, thank you so much for your time. I really, really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. This is at the end of this interview. If you'd like to hear more interviews, please check out our website, comedyqna.com. That's the word comedy, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A, dot com. Thanks very much for listening. <laughs> <laughs>